Yo, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy JQP here. And I'm coming at you with episode 34. I'm coming out with you with all I've got. I'm coming at you guns are blazing. I'm coming with fucking bandoliers of fucking bullets wrapped around me. I'm locked, cocked, ready to rock. Gonna blow your ass away. And I've got some really cool things to um, to talk about today. And I really hope you enjoy them because um, I, I actually really fucking enjoyed this podcast. Like more than normal. Um, I've got a really cool song on the podcast. Means a whole lot to me like it, it is one of the most pivotal songs of my whole life and i really love you to listen to it and let me know how you feel about it and how it makes you what what kind of emotion it evokes in you um i talk about life and how good it's been lately um a couple of stories from my weekend um about my parents and stuff it's it's uh, quite a laugh very funny and I have some really sick balls deep in the news for you, like sick as in disgusting sick, not as in like, oh, you're like fully sick, bro. It's um, it's it's actually disgusting sick. Fucking some Americans. Bleh. I'm just going to leave it at that because when you hear it, you'll you'll be disgusted too, um, especially those you those of you with kids. Um, but don't say I didn't warn you. It's not really that like you can listen to it. It's not that disgusting. But yeah. Now, without further ado. The man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only Jakey motherfucking P. Jakey fucking P. Scrat, scrat, Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Jakey motherfucking P, and I'm back in this bitch. Back for episode 34, I believe it is. What the fuck's been happening? I'll tell you what's been happening with me. Grinding, training, more grinding, working, more grinding. Enjoying my time at home that I, very little time that I get with Janelle and the dogs. Um, just enjoying everything lately. You know what I'm like, honestly, am so, so grateful for this life that I've got. So grateful for this life that I'm building. So grateful for all the people in my life. Um, it's true, like... Pfft. Sorry, dog hair in my mouth. Um, it's absolutely true. Like, if there's things in your life that are poisonous, that you don't get enjoyment from, that are of no benefit to you, leave them. And I did, and I am prospering right now. Um, I have no negativity in my life at all. Um, super poor, but fucking money ain't no thing to me. Like, as long as I'm getting by, as long as I've got my place, as long as I've got my girls, you know, as long as I've got my friends, I've got my jujitsu, I've got my gym, like, I'm fucking, I'm good, man, I'm good. I, uh, I couldn't be more grateful, couldn't be any happier to, um, to be alive, to be alive. Um, today's the greatest time to be alive. Tomorrow's the greatest time to be alive, and the day after that's an even better time to be alive. Um, don't let negativity rule your life. Don't let... If you feel some poisonous thoughts, drown those motherfuckers out straight away. Fucking waterboard those cunts if you have to. Fuck those thoughts, man. Fuck those thoughts. Take a path of learning. Take a path of new things. Take a path of anal. I mean, um, that, sorry, that was under new things. Take a path of whatever the fuck you want. Whatever makes your mind go tick. Whatever makes it tick. Um, if it's driving yourself into the ground at the gym, fucking do that. Please do that. 
your brain feels better. I've started training in the morning lately, which I haven't done for a very long time. Um, my day off of work today, so I got up at 5.30, got ready, seen Janelle, gave her a kiss before she left for work. Went to the gym, met my man Ryan Bernardo there. Um, and yeah, we just fucking grinded out a nice early session. And there's something about it, man. My brain, like my my brain feels more switched on after doing that shit. Like, I fucking love that guy and he pushes me and I push him. Same at jujitsu. Like, it's it's amazing. And I've, I hope I can teach Ryan some stuff and he can teach me, like continue to teach me stuff because it's, it is very beneficial already um and i'm super happy with it like i love i cut you know i come home this morning from the gym feeling alive feeling awake bright-eyed bushy-tailed and i um took the dogs for a walk then i come at home and i had breakfast cleaned the house got some podcast shit ready sorted out boot camp um listening to music just had a dance man danced around the house while i was drinking my smoothie because it was that fucking good i love i love life i love this day i love everything Man, had the fucking do- really simple smoothie this morning. Super, super nice. Had some Muscle Farm Combat cookies and cream protein with uh, just one scoop with a a pretty big tablespoon of peanut butter. Um, I think it was about 200 mils of almond milk and a whole lot of ice. And fuck, that shit was good. Perfect consistency. Um, and it, yeah, it was just fucking dancing around the house, throwing my fucking head around playing with the dogs, brush the dogs, clean the toilets. Like I'm just vibing off everything. I just feel, feel great. I, you know, chores aren't chores when you've got music playing, when you're listening to Machine Head and fucking Corn and, and fucking Five Finger Death Punch and Alter Bridge and whoever, and Alison Chains, whoever else was on my playlist this morning, just going to work, son. I just... You've got to enjoy the little things. You're even going to enjoy the things that you used to think were shit because, man, you're just going to have a miserable life if you don't. Like, our house is messy with fur all the time and I just fucking just... I just my hair, my clothes are always covered and I just am past giving a fuck about it because I would not be anywhere near as happy as I am without those dogs. Fucking... I, people need to be modelled more after dogs um, just purely because... Like, your dogs are there every day waiting for you to get home, wagging their tail. There they are, there they are, they're home, they're home, they're home. You know, and they just love unconditionally. No matter what you do, no matter when they're in trouble, they still love you so, so much. And I just think that... Oh, stop clicking that pen. I just think that we need to... um, We need to embrace that more. Like, we just need to... We take everything for granted. We just do. Like, you don't know when it happens because sometimes, like, people say you can't have too much of a good thing, but you can. Like, you take it for granted after a while. Like, um, my sister, for example, took her for granted. I have been taking her for granted so much, Talia. I fucking love you. Don't ever forget that. I'm your big brother and I love you. But um, what made me think that the other night was... um, so JB and I were at my parents' place and uh, had some homemade peaches, which is dope. Like I love seeing my parents. I love just hanging out with them and talking to them and um, seeing the goats and the chickens that, that they've got. And like my baby Lily, she was a, you know she's one of the best dogs ever. Um, and there's just something I just I just love going to my parents' house. I 
I remember like I used to hate living there because me and my mom would always butt heads. But now that I'm out of home, like we're like best friends again, like we used to be. But anyway, so the other night we we're watching some family videos, some old school videos, and I it's ah oh, it's it's amazing. Like it was like the old big video camera too. So we were watching it on a videotape um, because they haven't been put on a DVD, like in the old DVD player videotape combos. Um, fucking praise to my mum for actually keeping that thing so we can watch these videos. And um, it's crazy, like literally years condensed into two hours. Um, every We would always record every Christmas, every present opening, all that sort of stuff. And um, I think where we started was around Christmas 2002, maybe, somewhere around there. And... Um, yeah, like I just, it, it literally sends you on a time, like a, it's like going back in a time machine. Like you remember those times vaguely, like I was calling some of the presents I got before they were given to me because I remember that sort of shit. But um, yeah, it just made me feel like, like I was such a, I mean, I've always tried to be a big brother to my sister, um, but I wasn't her friend a lot. And I mean, really got me thinking like I, we shouldn't have argued so much and we should have been friends more because um I've only got one sister and she is incredible she's amazing and um I actually got a little teary I'm starting to get fucking emotional thinking about it now but I really got teary and choked up the other night so I kept snapping her some of the videos and and messaging her because I really um I really regret a lot of the ways like the way that I used to treat her and the you know the way that we used to argue and stuff but don't get me wrong like we had a great relationship as kids too like we would play I remember every Saturday morning we would um pull out our toys and and like we used to have these little blocks that we would make forts out of and our toys would be the king or whatever whatever but um yeah and it was like you want more of those good times and you don't want any of those bad times and and now that we're adults, like we can, we can be friends more and it's, it's, um, it's very eye opening now to, to how, like after being, going through so many things like, okay, she's still here. I've got my parents still here. I've got my family, like I've got my friends and, um, you know, don't take any of it for granted. So I was, yeah, just watching and you've got to laugh at every opportunity, like all the, you've just got to laugh at how you used to be as much as you want to cringe and as much as you want to think, fucking hell man, I can't believe I used to be like that. Um, you have to laugh at it. You got to laugh at every opportunity. We were in tears at some points and JB was even having a good laugh because she was like, I can't believe you used to be like this. And, and some traits that I had then are still traits that I've got now. Um, and it's, it's really, it's crazy how you think you've fully evolved, but there's all these little traits that you've still got. Like I, my mum picked up that I, I roll my ankle over and bend my foot underneath it um, and sit like that at the couch. And I was doing that as we were watching me do it on Christmas tape. And it was, I didn't even notice until my mum pointed it out. But um, you got to laugh at all that doofy shit. Like there was Christmas um, one year, I had got stitches in my forehead just here uh, two days before Christmas and I was like, oh, this is the fucking Christmas that one of my, that my fucking best mate split my fucking head open with a rock on accident. So we, so we, so he says. Um, and so I was sitting there at Christmas with fucking stitches in my head, you know, and it's, it's like been 13 years since that, like it'll be, this year it'll be 13 years. Um, 
And it, it's crazy how time flies. Like, I remember that day and running back to the house with blood pouring down my face and I never had any injury like that before. But you just got to laugh it off. Like, you just got to laugh that stuff happened. You just got to smile at it and be like, probably wouldn't be who I am if that didn't happen. You've just got to... You gotta be grateful in weird ways that shit like that happened. And then, you know, other years when <clears throat> it really, um, I forgot, I always forget how much my parents spoil us. Um, we didn't have the most growing up, but they always, always gave us everything they could. And they always, you know, tried their best. Like they were growing up as well. Like they were very young parents and they were still learning the world like at my age now my mum had a four-year-old like I could not have a four-year-old at this age and I kudos to anybody who does or an older kid at this age because um I'm still learning so much about the world and and I'm learning it from resources they wouldn't have had back then so you know learning would have been would, would have been even harder for them you've just you really don't have any you got to put all these things into perspective you really don't have any idea um, what it was like for them. We can, like, there were, you know, you can, your parent, everyone can blame their parents on fucking them up. And I know that there's, you know, things that, that I have said in the past and which are still true, but don't, don't ever forget to be, you know, to think about how much worse you could have had. You could have been born in Ethiopia um, or somewhere in Africa. Sorry, Ethiopia was the first country that came to my head, or like Nigeria, where there's like militia walking around with guns every day, or, you know, Iraq and Iraq, or fucking all those countries where there's bombs being dropped people being killed like just all the time and um yeah so it's yeah it's crazy i'm so glad that i am still brought up like have been brought up the way that i have um and i'm yeah i just love watching those family videos like i want to watch one i want to go back again and watch um videos from when i was actually like a small child and um, see see how they go, um, but yeah, I used to be this like really ugly little kid, and I feel like I've gotten really not really good looking, but way better looking than I was when I was younger. That's for sure. Um, hell, doofy looking kid, especially all the way through high school, like just such a goober man. And now I like I feel like I you know I've sort of put the look together a little bit. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> don't ever ever take stuff for granted. Just yeah, I think that's. I think that's a necessity. Like you need to look back on, on things. You need to look back on that. You need to watch home video. And that's, I, th I, I truly believe that's essential because you can see the growth in your character, in yourself. You can see, I didn't, I remember not liking that about myself. So I changed that. I remember that experience. And so it changed me this way. I can remember this and oh, I do remember that. Oh, I don't remember this happening. Like, but, um, you know, we always don't ever forget where you've come from. Don't ever forget where you've come from. We come in the world. We come in the world naked and with all our family around us, and we go out. We get dropped in that hole with our family, hopefully all standing around us. If not, you're going in that hole alone. I know you take that end journey alone, but um, you know, hopefully, you die with everybody around you, and you can feel that that like really that you can get that endorphin high when you on your way out because um that's you know that's that's everything money isn't everything family is everything interaction is everything friends 
like all the memories you make, all the the decisions you make, all the just the perspective, the perspective of life, man, is a huge thing. Like you can you can always think of things like, um, like if Dan were to tell me you're never gonna be a blue belt under me, I would be, I would, you could, I could go away and think, oh fuck, he's right, and then just never rock up to training like some guys do. Or, you know, like other guys, I could come back and be like, no, fuck this. I am going to be way better than I am now. And I'm going to work on my warm-ups. And, you know, it's just an example. Like you, you could have somebody at work tell you, you're never going to get promoted. You're never going to, you're never going to have that car or that family or whatever. But you fucking, you could be like, just come back and try harder. Only if you love your job though. Don't continue to pursue something that you hate. Don't, yeah, don't let time get away from you. Don't let, you know, those, like, fair enough, everyone needs to earn their money, everyone needs to to get by. But don't let it take up so much of your time that you don't get to do what you want to do for you. And I think that's the, the biggest thing that I've learned lately. Um, but yeah, those, those family videos really put all that into perspective weirdly. It was like, you know, just like a whole... Um, a whole big rush of emotion and I just like couldn't believe you know how much time has passed so fast that you know you really need to stop and smell the roses once every now and then don't forget to smell the roses enjoy those roses you know cut them off and take them with you and then when it's time let them go but um yeah, that's, that's basically my message. That's the, the kind of spiritual journey I've been on lately. Um, just a lot of deep thought, a lot of enjoyment. Like I don't, I don't have time to be negative. Obviously everyone gets in those bad moods where you're in traffic or whatever and you get angry, but just gotta let that shit go. There's not enough time. There's too little time to be wasting on being negative. Sometimes you need to get angry and do stuff and whatever, but even then, sorry, sorry. It's not about the anger. It's about the emotional content. It's about you smashing it and just getting through that and putting your head down and going full steam ahead, you know? That's that's basically the message I want to give you, you guys from this run, from what's been happening with me lately, which actually leads really well into the song of the podcast. Um, this song is very, very special to me uh, just because... Um, I went through a lot of sad times as a teenager, or not really, it's more like a late teenager to, to my 20, to being 20, and all the lead up to like being like 21. Um, I was really sad a lot of the time. Not a lot of, uh, let's say, hang on. No, it was, it was up, let's say up until I was 20. Um, I was very sad. I never felt good about myself. I always had insecurity issues and I always was not, felt like I wasn't getting anywhere with my life and, and all that stuff, all the pressures that the world put on you basically. And I was just feeling sorry for myself, um, all the time. And this was one of my sad songs, which is why I love this song so much. And I can still listen to it now and get enjoyment from it and, and remember what I've been through and remember and to see where I'm at now. Um, it puts a smile on my face. I used to cry to this song all the time. I laugh about it, whatever. I'm a super emotional guy, used to be anyway. Um, and 
I just love it because it was one of my sad songs and now I can listen to it and enjoy it. Um, and this song is by one of my favorite bands of all time, Alice in Chains. Some people don't like Lane Staley's voice, um, but I think it's one of the most iconic voices I've ever heard because nobody can, nobody, nobody can replicate it. And nobody can replicate the way that he sang this song because it was sung... Um, if you know, if you've ever done any research about Lane Staley or anything, like you would know that he died of a drug overdose in 2002 and he had always had a lot of um, personal issues and all that stuff. And you could feel the sadness in every word. You could feel his emotion. And that's why I love, that's why I love music to start with is because of emotion and all that, all that content. But I also love, yeah, I just love this song because I can, I could, I could resonate with every word Lane saying I could, I could empathize, you know, how he was feeling because I felt the same. I just never resorted to drugs or anything like that. I just would, the way my bedroom was set up, I had my, my door here, my bed here, and then there was like a little space between my bed and the wall. What I used to do is go in, I would shut my blinds, shut the door, the room would be totally dark. I would lay on the floor in between the bed and the wall and just like lay there and cry and uh, listen to this song, man, and it was... Some pretty full-on stuff. Some pretty full-on times happened down there. And um, I could just, yeah, just... I could just feel every word that he was saying like it was my life. And this song... Um, so this song is very, very, very special to me. Very close to my heart. Um, I've actually got it on vinyl. I will show you the cover to the album if I can find it. Uh, this is the album cover, and the song that I am talking about is called Nutshell. Um, it's got a nice intro, very gentle, two verses. Um, it's not a very long song, but just listen, please, to just listen deeply to every word that he says. Um, because it's all so, 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 so true. So... Um, listen to Nutshell and tell me what you think because it's one of my all-time favorite songs and there's no way that um, I would have got through without listening to it, if that makes sense. Like, listening to a sad song when you're sad isn't necessarily a bad thing because, you know, it makes you, promotes thought, promotes reflection and all that kind of stuff. Um, and to feel better, like, I believe that you have to cry it out to feel better. Like, you literally have to cry all those sad feelings away. It's like getting rid of the sadness. I know exercise can do that same thing for me or, or you know, um, what it, other things that people do like paint and play guitar or whatever, whatever, like, like Lane would have. Singing, playing instruments or whatever, making music. But yes, so Nutshell by Alice in Chains. Please listen to it as, and especially keep in mind what I've just said about it and how much I've just shared because um, it's a very hard thing for me to do. Um, it's getting a lot easier as time goes on, but yeah, I just, it's a very special song to me. And if you're sad or if you feel worth, like if you feel your self-worth, self-worth diminishing or whatever, um, just listen to that song, please. So anyway, on a, <laughs> going back to a brighter note, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to get into one of my favorite segments ever. Um, and it is called, of course, you know it. Balls Deep in the News with Jakey P. Okay, so this article is titled... (coughs) 
It is titled, US Woman Arrested for Trying to Sell Two-Year-Old Daughter for Sex. It's pretty much there in the title, guys. What the fuck are you thinking, lady? Sell yourself for sex. Jesus Christ. She was char- She was advertised on, on Craigslist or something like that. Um, so not something, it was Craigslist. Um, 1600 Australian dollars for... Hang on, how did she describe it? Oh, to have fun with her daughter. Um, how insane is that? First of all, I don't think that would be fun. And I think there would be a lot of blood, but okay. Um, that's fucked. How can a mother do that? Like, a, you know... You you gave birth to that. That came out of your your vagina. Like what? You must you must be ser- she must be seriously fucked. Have some sort of mental issues or something. I'm surprised she didn't plead that in her case because she got forty years of jail time. Forty years of jail time. That's uh, a long time. And she's only twenty five years old, so she's going to be at the retiring age when she. Co- well, no, the retiring age will be way higher when she fucking comes out of jail. But it's a twenty five year old mum from Texas, and yeah, so she was. She was. Half the, I just want to know how something like that gets into your head. Like, oh, you know what? For money, I'm actually going to sell my daughter for sex. Let me sink. Just sink. Let that sink in. How the fuck could you do that? Any mothers out there that are listening and like, please message me on Instagram or, or Facebook and ask me, like, like, tell me how the fuck you would, how you feel about this because I have no, obviously not had kids and I think that this is ridiculous, son. I just cannot believe how insane that is. How insane, that's, that's your flesh and blood. That's your kid. I, I have some really close friends that have babies at the moment and I would... Be absolute, I just wouldn't know how to react if that happened because I fucking love those babies. They're so goddamn cute. Two little girls. Um, but yeah, this she was arrested on February 22 and now the child is with the custody of the state. So this fucking poor kid, I mean, obviously care of the state would probably be better than um, the care of her mother. I'm going to call her that mother in quotes because what the fuck are you thinking, lady? Now she's going to go through like, she's probably going to have to go through orphanages or whatever, or hopefully there's a family member somewhere that can take her, um, take her on and, and give her a good life as opposed to the fucking tragedy that her fucking mum was giving her. And yeah, I just, I kind of, I just, I'm struggling to end, but like I've, I've wrote, I've, I'll stop and start again. I found this story a few days ago and I'm still trying to just, wrap my head around how you get to that point. Like you must be really, really desperate for money if you sell your kid for sex before you sell yourself for sex. You're 25. You should be pretty good at tick writing by now. Your kid can't even stand. So I just, I would love to know. I would love to hear everyone else's perspective on this. Listeners out there. um, Yeah, I I would just love to hear that. Like how does a 25-year-old mum selling her daughter for 1600 bucks a pop? Fuck no. I don't... It doesn't say if anything had actually happened or not. But it just says she... Like, I don't know if anyone had actually done the deed to the kid yet or not. But... Um, because it didn't say. But that's just... It's fucked to even think about. 
But yeah, so that is pretty much my take on that. And I'm going to keep this one, you know, I like these 25 minute episodes, 25 to 30 minute episodes. I think, obviously I talk really fast and go off on a tangent sometimes, but I really have some, some important things to say and to share with you. This is basically my journey through life, guys. This is my, my let's call it a video diary um, that I like sharing with you guys. I like sharing my perspective. I love hearing other people's perspective. That's the reason that I listen to podcasts, the reason that I started this one, so people can hear mine. And uh, it gives me a platform to, to vent, you know, and I love it. And um, so I do have a very, very, very big favor to ask because I love doing this so, so much. And if you guys can share the podcast around um, the link will like my I'll share it on Facebook I'll share the SoundCloud link on Facebook so the YouTube and SoundCloud um, all you have to do on iTunes is search Balls Deep with JKP please just share it around everywhere um, because it would be really really cool to get some exposure and I really would like to interact with other people that maybe have other podcasts and to be able to listen to it would mean so much if you subscribe to the channel if you like the video um, just please share the links. It would, it would mean the world to me. Um, I do have a couple of good episodes coming up, a couple of good guests, but, um, it really, really would mean a lot if you could, could jump on board. Um, it would mean a lot to me. I, I would fucking give you the biggest hug and a fucking kiss in person if I, if I know who you are, um, and I see you regularly. I love doing this. I love doing this and it's something that I definitely want to pursue. Um, so from the bottom of my heart, you know I love you guys so much and thank you for watching and I hope you gain some perspective or think maybe you, you spark something in you because you think I'm a fucking idiot. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but from JKP over here, keep grinding, keep learning consistency and persistence is going to get you there i promise now you good looking motherfuckers enjoy the rest of your day and don't indulge too much but treat yourself a little bit um from balls from all of us here at balls deep with jkp peace